the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Law Offices of Selwyn Whitehead is a debt relief agency under federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking debt relief under the United States Bankruptcy Code. This is Selwyn's Law. Every week at this time, we get to hear from Selwyn Whitehead. She's not just an attorney at law. Selwyn knows her stuff and doesn't shy away from the truth, even when it's ugly. Her Bay Area practice focuses on helping her clients to manage their wealth through estate and tax planning, to managing their debt through reconstruction or bankruptcy. And now, it's time for Selwyn's Law. Welcome. Good day. And welcome once again to Selwyn's Law. My name is Selwyn Whitehead. I'm a California Bar-admitted attorney who also is a bankruptcy law certified specialist who's been certified by the State Bar of California's Board of Legal Specialization. So in addition to my JD, I also hold a couple of master's degrees to law. And that is to say, I'm a master of the laws of taxation law and a master of the laws of intellectual property law. So I consider myself one of the true masters of the universe. Both my master's degrees were obtained from my favorite alma mater, Golden Gate University School of Law, which is located in beautiful downtown San Francisco. And because of my training, my experience, my interests, I primarily practice bankruptcy law, debt wealth management, estates and trusts, real estate, and of course, taxation law. And I am proud to say that as part of my practice, I'm sometimes able to vindicate the rights of seniors who find themselves the victims of the various forms of financial elder abuse that's running rampant in our country today. As always, I'm so pleased to be able to come to you again from the beautiful KFAX studios in the beautiful San Francisco Bay Area to discuss some financial and legal issues confronting families and small business owners. However, as always, I must once again ask you to please note that this show does not provide legal advice, nor am I developing an attorney-client relationship with anyone within the sound of my voice. Instead, this show strives strictly to serve as an educational forum for the exchange of information that might be helpful to you as you begin your search for more detailed information that's tailored to your specific set of facts and circumstances and hopefully provide you with an outline of the issues that you may need to seek out and find qualified professional help. Again, I say this, I say that you should seek out qualified professional help because in the matter of dealing with your finances and the law, representing yourself is like taking a butter knife to a gunfight. Again, you're going to be outgunned because the other side will have access to the information and will more than likely have expertise in areas that you're going to confront in court that you will be unprepared for. And as such, you're going to be dead on arrival. And that is to say, you might find that your valid claims or your valid defenses will likely see the promised land long before you do. So once again, I have to share that the purpose of Selwyn's Law here on KFAX is to help you consider how you can protect your family's financial health, wealth, and money-related well-being 
as I understand these concepts in this non-threatening educational form. And once again, I must say I've heard from some of you out there in Radio Land. And once again, I must say how much I appreciate you taking the time to reach out to me and share with me your thoughts and comments on this show and also some of the uh, areas of interest that you'd like me to cover in this show. And I am more than happy to do that. So that being said, in response to requests for more information on retirement issues, today I will continue the discussion we started a few weeks back on how we all need to reflect on and think about how we should deal with all aspects of retirement, including what we need to consider in the wake of the recent volatility in the stock market, something known as the inverted yield curve that I explained to you a few weeks back, the possibility, unfortunately, both nationally and globally, that we might see the begin to see the beginning of a recession not too far from now, although, although, again, we might not. And this is brought on by the economic and political tensions across the globe. And so I want to share with you and have you consider how these volatile factors in uh, international and national intrigue might bode for our retirement savings Uh, that we control, that is to say, retirement savings that we have in our 401ks, our IRAs, our SEP IRAs, for those of us who are self-employed, and other investments that are tied in some way to the stock market. I also shared some information on the three other primary pillars uh, that can help fund our retirement that we need to make sure that we're keeping an eye on, and that includes one, Uh, accessing our work-related pensions if we are fortunate enough to have a defined benefit plan from our employer that our employer controls, or two, utilizing a home equity conversion mortgage, or that is to say a reverse mortgage, if we're fortunate enough to both own a home and have a home with equity in it, or three, accessing our Social Security and Medicare benefits before the Social Security (laughs) Trust Fund becomes insolvent because it's being starved to death of of new taxes. However, we're going to put that aside for a moment and focus on the various ways and means that we have to get ourselves and our loved ones ready to focus on retirement. And I'll, I'll put a pen in it here. I've heard from some of you that are not only concerned about your retirement, but some of you are now uh, caretakers of your parents and your grandparents, and you also want some uh, advice on how to help them deal with issues. So I I want us to step back uh, to how I began this series of talks, and that is focus on what it is that we need to do mentally and spiritually and emotionally to get ready for retirement. Or as I tell my clients before we venture into the wilderness of bankruptcy, we have to get our minds right and be prepared to deal with the unexpected roadblocks that may be erected by one or more of the parties that are involved in our case, and even sometimes the harsh and incorrect rulings by a court. The same can be said about what may befall us as we prepare, prepare to become retired, because it's a c- completely different and new phase of life. 
I say we must remain resilient, persistent, and hopeful throughout the new journey that we began in our 60s. My source material today comes from a wonderful article entitled Journey Through the Six Stages of Retirement that was written by Mark P. Cusson and originally published in the retirement planning section of one of the online financial tools I use, uh, namely Investopedia. And this article is uh, published by Investopedia on June 25th, 2019. And, you know, I want to take a moment here to thank the publishers of Investopedia. They have uh, been kind enough to offer me a free subscription to their daily newsletter, and I really appreciate it. And also I want you to know that there's a whole bunch of financial entities and agencies and publications out there that also um, um, have enrolled me uh, for little or no cost uh, so I can access their newsletters and share that information, this very valuable information with you, our, our listening audience here on KFAX, Selwyn's Law on KFAX and some of the other um, media that I uh, also uh, share uh, information with the communities. So here we go. This according to Investopedia. There are several ages and stages that we need to prepare for when we get ready to retire. It starts, most major life-changing events such as a marriage or divorce involved an ongoing process of emotional adjustment. Retirement is no exception. But while marriage and divorce and other family-related issues have been the focus of decades of research and analysis, both uh, by clinicians and religious institutions, the emotional and physiological and psychological frontiers of retirement has remained virtually unexplored until recently. Helping clients answer real post-retirement planning lifestyle questions ends up being as important an aspect of a full retirement planning as any other. A few uh, questions that uh, many financial planners ask to help their clients explore their post-retirement identity are this: are these. Are or how do you plan to spend your time? What are your hobbies? What activities will fill your days? And are people in your social circle already retired? Not surprisingly, uh, according to this one individual, more than a few clients, when asked these questions, realize that even though they thought they might have been financially ready, they have not thought about the important non-financial aspects of creating a happy retirement. These folks often postpone their retirement for months or years after they realize that they haven't set themselves up properly for the emotional aspects of retirement. While research on the subject has barely begun, it is clear that the psychological process of retirement follows a pattern similar in nature to the emotional phases accompanying the other phases of life. First, you have to realize that Retirement is the final frontier, like in the Star Trek, <laughs> one of my favorite television shows. Retirees must face what is essentially the last transition in their lives. 
The first transition comes when they leave the security of their home and begin uh, a social life in school, leaving the home until late in the afternoon and being involved with others. Uh, Another major transition comes when we join the workforce. We now work all week, but we still have time for ourselves and our families at the end of the workday and the end of the work week. And then finally comes retirement, a time when the career is done and we have the rest of our lives to ourselves. So when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion on the emotional aspects of retirement. But first, we're going to take a short break. Now back to Selwyn's Law. Once again, your host, Selwyn Whitehead. Welcome back to Selwyn's Law as we continue our discussion on the emotional aspects of retirement and how we need to set aside time now. We need to set aside energy now that we need if we're going to think about and have a good outcome. Again, my source material for today is a wonderful article entitled Journey Through the Six Stages of Retirement that was written by Mark P. Cusson and originally published in the retirement planning section of the online financial tool Investopedica on June 25, 2019. And again, I want to thank the publishers of that tool that, that they've been so kind enough to send me a copy of their newsletter each and every day at no cost. So again, retirement is the final frontier. Okay, we have to be prepared for it if we want to have a good outcome. According to financial advisor Diane M. Manuel, who's a certified financial planner with the Urban Wealth Management Company in El Segundo, California, We all think that shucking our routine, especially one that may only have made us marginally happy, will be easy. She's talking about shucking your job. But she urges you to think again. This routine probably began in kindergarten, and 60-plus years later, we get up, get dressed, go to lunch, go out, come home, eat and go to bed, then rinse and repeat. She had her recommendation to her clients is this, as you plan for retirement, think about what it looks like. Talk to your friends, write about it, create a storyboard, be imaginative, and think about how you're going to handle the day in and day out activities now that you no longer have to go in and punch a time clock. What is going to be your true retirement identity? So I'm going to put a plug in it and and just tell you, I've been thinking about what I want to do when I reach a certain age, and I have decided to start a whole new career, utilizing things that I've learned in my work career to uh, help people throughout our community. I shared this with you before, that I'm developing a platform as part of a project that I developed when I went back to school last year, went back to Golden Gate University as part of their entrepreneur development program. And uh, my mentors and others are helping me develop a platform where I can curate information and provide it to women-headed households, small business owners, members of the faith-based community, and others on what it means to, how it is that you can have the tools that you need to lead a more stable financial life. And so if you have some hobby or great skill that you've learned, you might want to consider turning that into a a small business. Uh, One of the uh, uh, 
entities that sends me um, uh, free news and information is geared just towards seniors. And one of the big areas now are seniors who are starting businesses. So just keep that in the back of your mind as we get back into the article. Uh, Let's take a look, a closer look at the six phases of retirement. There is one, pre-retirement, that's planning time. During our working years, retirement can appear to be both an oncoming burden and a distant paradise. (laughs) Workers know that this stage of their lives is coming and they do everything they can to save for it, but often give little thought to what they will actually do when they reach that goal. Current demands are placed upon them, us, uh, leave little time for them to ponder this issue. Many people face retirement like a, a running back on a football field who dodges and plows through one defender after another until he reaches the end, uh, end zone. It's hard for many workers to think seriously about what their lives will be in 20 or 30 years hence when they're trying to stay on top of today's mortgage or putting their kids through college and you know have a little bit of fun in the meantime. They do want to reach the end zone. But other issues will tackle them long before if they don't take immediate action now to contemplate and figure out what they're going to do in retirement. Life is not measured by your bank account, but by the memories you create. Therefore, focus how, on how your finances will maximize your, your life, not the other way around. And this is according to Cooper Mitchell, who's a financial advisor in Springfield, Missouri. Number two. The big day, smiles, handshakes, and farewells. By far the shortest stage in the retirement process is the actual secession of employment itself. This is often marked by some sort of dinner or party or other celebration uh, that has become part of the rite of passage for many, especially for those with distinguished careers. In some respect, this event is comparable to the ceremony that marks the beginning of a marriage. Then there's the honeymoon phrase. I'm free. Of course, honeymoons follow more than just weddings. Once a retirement celebration is over, a period often follows where retirees do all the things that they wanted to do once they stop working, such as traveling, indulging in hobbies, or visiting relatives, and so forth. This phase has no set time frame and will vary depending upon how much honeymoon activity there is for the retiree and how much he or she has planned. And then comes realization that just like in marriage, you have to pay bills and things become become kind of mundane. This is called the disenchantment phase. So this is it. (laughs) This phase parallels the stage in marriage when the emotional high of the wedding has worn off and the couple now has to get down to business, the business of building a life together. After looking forward to this stage for so long, many retirees must deal with the feeling of being let down, similar to that of newlyweds once the honeymoon is over. Retirement isn't a permanent vacation after all. It also brings about loneliness, boredom, and feelings of uselessness and disillusionment. So the toughest transition of many of Mrs. Uh, Shanna Tarragon, who works for Heritage Financial Stratagems in Arizona, says is that clients 
make it from one working to saving and then to spending. It can be emotionally and financially harder than they ever expected. If you are a younger retiree, that and they may have friends and family still working, so it becomes very lonely because the people that you used to have who used to be your colleagues are now going off, still being colleagues, and you're retired. So you have to have a plan to do something with yourself, okay? And then there's reorientation once you realize that you need to build a new identity and you actually go about creating that new identity. Fortunately, that letdown phase of retirement doesn't last for just as married couples eventually learn how to live together, retirees can begin to familiarize themselves with the landscape of their new circumstance and navigate their lives accordingly. This is easily the most difficult stage in the emotional retirement process and takes both time and conscious efforts to accomplish. Perhaps the most difficult aspects of this stage is the managing the inevitable time examination process that must be answered is who am I now? What is my purpose at this point? Am I still useful in some capacity? New and satisfying answers await if you do a little bit of self-reflection including calling on the higher authority that's out there for all of us in the universe to help us calm down and think about what we can do to give back to our various communities. Once we make a clear understanding of what it is that we're going to do in retirement and how we're going to fulfill our ultimate destiny, then we can go on to the next phase, routine, which is moving on. Finally, A new daily schedule is created. A new marital ground rules for the first time come together versus being alone. And we establish what our new identity can lead us to. So we develop a new routine. We look forward to this new landscape. And it ultimately becomes quite familiar if we have a plan laid out to deal with our emotional uh, needs in this new phase of life. When you're newly retirement, it can seem like you're riding on a roller coaster. This according to Kimberly Howard, a certified financial planner and founder of HJH Financial Services in Newton, Mass. Peaks and valleys require attention and patience to manage. In time, your new orientation will come into play. So here's the bottom line. Life planning is an important aspect for a successful retirement. Workers who have given serious thought and time to what they will do after they retire will generally experience a smoother transition than those who haven't. Dreams and goals that cannot be achieved with a simple trip or a project may translate into a long-term part-time employment or for volunteer work, but it's never too soon to begin mapping out the course of the rest of your life. With all the emotional processes that can be broken down into separate phases, it's not necessarily to completely achieve one phase before moving on to the next. That, but of course, you have to first retire. By virtually all, uh, but virtually all retirees will experience some form of the process when they stop working. Their ability to navigate these phases, these these uncharted waters 
will ultimately determine how they live the last phase of their lives, the last phase of our lives, the final frontier before we go meet the big guys and gals upstairs. So we're going to leave it there for now, but as always in closing, I like to say here at Selwyn's Law and KFAX, we are always trying to stay on the right side of the law, including the laws of nature and human emotions and spirituality as we face not only facing the last frontier, but actually embracing the final frontier the same way the crew of the Starship Enterprise does every time they come on the telly or when they make a new movie. Till next time, take care. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Selwyn's Law. Remember, the law office of Selwyn Whitehead is a designated debt relief agency under the federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking relief under the bankruptcy code. When it comes to your finances and your rights, seek no other than the law office of Selwyn Whitehead. Selwyn is your go-to finance attorney, specializing in estate planning, wealth management, bankruptcy, tax, and real estate law. In other words, Selwyn knows her way around the dollar, and your rights are protected by our laws. Protect your money. Know your rights. Partner with Selwyn Whitehead. For immediate assistance, or if you have questions, call 510-633-1276, 510-633-1276, or go to selwynwhitehead.com. The preceding paid program is sponsored by the law office of Selwyn Whitehead, who is solely responsible for its content. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.